What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? Welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast where we often endeavor, at least try, to ask and answer the questions of life and theology correctly. My name is Daniel Corey. I am a pastor at King's Cross Church in Kirkland, Washington. And I am Josh Loftus, newly voted in member of King's Cross Church. Congratulations, buddy. Well, congratulations to us. All those yard signs that you put out. The campaigning paid work. Off. Yeah. <laughs> Vote for Team Loftus. So many, like, yeah, so many yard signs and pumpkin spice lattes later. <laughs> I am a member. <laughs> I have made it. Dude, King's Cross. Sounds good, doesn't I it? I love it. Great name. Fantastic name. King's Cross Church in Kirkland. Long Washington. time coming, but happy it's, it is here. Yes, we are We are here. We are here now. That's good stuff. How was your week, man? It was a good week. It was a very good week. I'm still uh, still riding the the conference high. I'm still riding the conference high. We were on a conference. We, we were at a, a fire conference mm-hmm. a little while ago. Sounds like that kind of conference would be lit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't strange fire. I can no. tell you that it was. Well, it was there, there, there was, yet to be uh, yeah, determined. Yeah. So the fire. <laughs> so fire is a fellowship of independent reformed evangelicals. Yes, it's a network that King's Cross Church is in. Yep. Um, and uh, we went to a conference there a little while ago. And, yep. The uh, regional. Yep, the regional conference, and it was fantastic. Um, there was the preaching was fantastic, but uh, going in to yeah. it, right? We, I mean, you you prepped me. I tried. You tried to. You tried yeah. to prep me for I what I was going to experience. The cultural extravaganza that you'd be subjected to. Yes, yes, yes. When, <laughs> yes, it is. It is the leading uh, conference in terms of uh, cultural. Uh, what do you say? Acumen. Cultural, Yes, that's it. That does exactly. It. There was a lot of denim. There, Daniel. there was, and so this there this was, conference was held in my hometown. Yes, and uh, so I, uh, it was home for me, and I got to take Josh back, and it was like he got to you peer introduced me to like your my family. Soul. It felt kind of weird. It did because I felt like you know we we rode together and you're like, hey, this is Josh. Like I felt like you were bringing me home to introduce to you. me the fan. That is weird. But it, but but it like was that. interesting because like I well, like we showed up. I felt like I was stepping into like, like you're like the long lost, like family member of like a big Italian family. Like I'll just, hey Daniel, look who's back! Your skin and bones. Why are your jeans so <laughs> like, tight? Why, why are your jeans so tight, Daniel? To the goofy haircut. <laughs> but it was great. Like like we went back. Like that I was. met your folks. I met your friends. Yeah, yeah both of them. Uh, yeah, both. Yes, both of your friends. <laughs> Two great dudes, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, great dudes. Uh, it was awesome. Um, yet one one thing happened that wasn't awesome. Friday night, there was a speaker. No, no, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It wasn't Friday night. I I forget which night it was of the conference. Monday. It was the first night. Uh, there's a speaker by the going by the name of Brian. What's his last name? Borgman. Borgman. Brian Borgman. Brian Borgman. Um, and you had warned me. This was another thing that you had warned me going up. Yeah, on the car on the car ride over, I told yeah. you that hopefully Brian doesn't listen to this, but uh, that I said Brian Borgman has got to be one of my top five mm. 
preachers yeah. alive right now? And right. you were like, eh, have, I, I don't, I don't know. I was like, no, no, like he's really good. And you're like, eh, we'll see. Yeah. And, and I, I, I wanted to convince you of his merits. Right. Right. But I just decided to you let, let you experience them. And how was it? Um, as he preached on total depravity oh, on the first night, it <laughs> mm, it hurt <laughs> very badly. In that it was, and I'm not exaggerating here because I've 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 listened to quite a few sermons. Mm-hmm. I've gone to quite a few conferences. Yeah, it's just kind of something that I do. You you you've seen some great guys. Yes, live. I've seen R.C. Sproul preach live. Big Mac. I've seen Johnny Mac preach live. Stephen. Stephen. Uh, Anderson? No, no, no. Furtick. No, no, Stephen. The Lion Lawson. Oh, oh, Lawson. Yes. Awesome Lawson. <laughs> awesome Lawson. Um, the sermon that I heard from Brian Borgman on Total Depravity, which is online, by the way, Check on Sermon Audio. Yep. You need to go look it up. Uh, one of the greatest, uh, definitely the greatest sermon on Total Depravity that yeah, I've ever heard. Uh, one of the greatest sermons I have ever heard in my lifetime. It rivaled in terms of the emotional and spiritual and physical effect trauma that it had on me. (laughs) It rivaled the last time uh, I saw Papa Sproul live at the Ligonier Conference. I didn't think you could preach, not you, but uh, I didn't think someone could preach on total depravity. And make me love it. Take me so (laughs) strong to Christ that I walked away somehow like, Deeply wounded and yet, and yet very encouraged. So, like, ju- like just a little flavor, right? Like, he's just hammering scripture. He's hammering the gospel, hammering our need for Christ. And like, I'm just—it's like right, left, right, left. I'm done. I'm wrecked. I am completely just—I'm—I'm I'm done with this. Yeah. And then he pulls out the final, like countdown. The final? No, yes, not the final. <laughs> Good I'm cultural trying, reference, I'm though. I'm trying to You're apply trying. my newfound knowledge. You're trying. No, good job. Props to you. No, he pulls out like the final illustration, yeah. like in closing. Yeah. You are on the scaffold <laughs> that so is bad. titled your sin. Oh, man. The noose chafing around your neck. And Jesus pulls you off. It doesn't just like bring you to safety, yeah. right? It doesn't just pull you No, no, no. He puts the noose on himself and says, pull the lever. Yeah. Oh, I turned you to you like I couldn't I couldn't I was done at that point. I was out cold. It was a good conference. It was there fantastic. was there was a lot of denim on denim. Oh. A lot of blue on blue violence. So your dad I love your dad. I met your dad. Cool mm-hmm. cat. Yeah. Jeans and long sleeve denim. Denim shirt. Yeah. That's the way Tucked we roll over in. there, baby. Oh, oh it was <laughs> so good. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was I a good it. conference. You met my brother, you uh, yep. met some of my friends, and it was a good time. It was a great time. I'm glad you were able to loved go with it. me. Well, Daniel, what are we talking about today, man? What's on the sola, agenda? Sola fide. Sola fide. Mm-hmm. Fide. That sounds that sounds weird. What is fide? What does that mean? <laughs> That's what you call a softball. <laughs> and you missed it. <laughs> sounds weird. <laughs> oh, fide. with an intro like that, I don't know how I missed it. Fide. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the five solas of the Reformation. What does yes. it mean to be Protestant? What does it mean to be in the line of Reformed theology? And uh, we've talked about uh, sola scriptura. We've talked about solus Christus, mm. sola gratia. So f- scripture alone, Christ alone, grace alone, and now, and now faith alone. Faith so alone. salvation is by faith alone, not of works, 
lest any man should boast. So, Daniel, before we get into it, I think it'd be good to define faith or or define what faith is, if we're going to understand it. If you were to give a good definition, a working definition that's easy to understand, but both both theologically robust and easily understandable. <laughs> a barrel, and, and a barrel chest, and <laughs> magically delicious. A barrel chested definition. A barrel chested definition. We said ro- you said robust. Basically, I want this definition to be a dwarf. All right, no. <laughs> I want a dwarfish was, definition of faith. Yeah, I was thinking a logger, but yeah, uh, that's that's also or. fair. Define faith for us. Yeah, faith is uh, trusting in or resting in the work, merits, or person. Uh, other than yourself. Mm. Would you say that it's like confidence? That's part of it. Con fide. That, Justifying that faith is a saving grace worked in the heart of a sinner by the spirit and the work of God. That's question 72 of the Westminster Shorter. Oh, bringing in the Westminster. The Westminster. Love it. So it's putting our faith, putting our confidence, if you will, putting our belief into something other than ourself. Uh hoping for a result, hoping for some sort of strength. So, like, I'm, I'm sitting in a chair right now. I have faith in the people that made this chair. Yeah. I have faith that it's not going to fall apart. I have faith that the rafters of this roof are not going to come down crashing on our heads, right? So everyone exercises faith yeah. every second of every day. Sure. Right? Yeah, so... with In a Christian context, what do we mean when we say faith? We could think of it under some... Well, let's say three because that's a good sermon outline. Oh, three points. Yes. Uh, this would be stealing heavily from Mr. Lewis, Luis Birkenhoff. Either one works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll he'll be fine with either. Old Lewis. Good old Lewis. <laughs> Lewis Birkenhoff says uh, in dividing up our thoughts on faith, faith uh, has a couple of different elements. One of them is knowledge. Y- you have to yep. know something. So. Right. Um, you can't just say that I have faith. Like faith is some weird mystical thing that I have, and mm-hmm. it is inherent in and of itself a good thing. Right. In order to have faith, you have to know the person or know the thing in whom you are trusting. So right. Right. Um, you can't just say like you have a lot of faith in Jesus and yet know nothing about him, right? Right, right. It requires us knowing that the thing we are putting our faith in is one worthy of that sure. and 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 by worthy i mean i mean sufficient not to disappoint that faith yeah right yeah. Wait, but isn't that interesting because i think right now a lot of people think that faith and knowledge are antithetical to one another sure sure well like like almost like definitionally right like right no i'm not i'm not into theology i'm not right. into doctrine i just i have a lot of faith like in like in what you don't right it's almost like like faith Faith uh, takes away your responsibility to actually work. Yeah, or, right? or your knowledge rules out faith. Right. That, that if I know stuff, then then you're just diminishing right. faith, or you don't. Well, and you have that on both on both sides, right? Like you sure. have you have the people that don't want to engage in theology, don't want to engage in doctrine, don't want to engage in the study of God because it's all about faith, yeah. right? But then on the other side, you have that as well, where I think, and I think a lot of reform people fall into this. Say what? We have to. I'm just saying. We Keep do saying. it. We do it. A lot of reform people <laughs> have to have an answer for every theological yeah. conundrum, 
right? Like, or, or they think that's the only thing involved in faith is the aspect of knowledge. Exactly. All I need to do exactly. is have the right doctrine, and I'm squared away. Right. Not right. true. And no, it's not true at all. Like, you're, uh, you're only one third there, Bucky. Exactly. At the conference <laughs> we were going to, yeah. uh, Jim Newheiser brought brought up the he brought this up in regards to having to have faith when we don't understand certain things in Scripture, when we're dealing with children uh, who are unbelievers. Uh, or family members who haven't oh, accepted man. Christ, d- when you're dealing with their the the destination of their eternal soul, dude kept it real. He kept it so real. My th- theology, like you know, yeah, there's a hell. You know, without Christ, they're going yep. there. You need to have faith in Christ. You need to and trust him. Th- you need to best. trust, right? And he he had like like this this wonderful example when talking about how God's sovereignty works with man's will or man's desire. Right. And there's, he says there's two pillars going up, God's sovereignty and man's responsibility. And they're parallel. And they're They're parallel parallel to each other. They're parallel to each other going all the way up, disappear into the clouds. And he says, we know somewhere up there they connect. Yeah. We don't know where we don't know how that's where faith comes in. You have to trust and be okay with some mystery in scripture mystery it's a mystery charles spurgeon in the kitchen with the lead pipe <laughs> that's a clue reference it was more of a cigar it's, it's guy than a pipe okay. guy but charles spurgeon <laughs> with the cigar lighter in the in the kitchen in the, kitchen. In the study Just, be, he would have been in he's the study. in the dang it you're messing up my <laughs> my illustration fine charles spurgeon in the study with the cigar lighter yes there, there you go. done moving on it was supposed to be <laughs> Faith includes it. knowledge. You went all Reformed Baptist on me. I had no humor. <laughs> <laughs> Is that homeschool or Reformed Sm- Baptist? The, or do for I you, double it's dip? double trouble, baby. I double <laughs> dip. <laughs> you double dipped on that one. So, yes. So, going on. I think it's important to emphasize, emphasize this because we often think of faith as being antithetical to knowledge and knowledge as being antithetical to faith. Right. They are inseparably bound together. Yep. An aspect of faith they is... Have to be. This is one of the reasons why we emphasize... Doctrine, confessionalism, um, right. the creeds, the, catef- right. the catechisms, they, they are a key and indispensable piece right. of faith. How do you know God is worth putting faith into? Yeah. Theology. Y- if you don't even Scripture. know him, you can't trust him. You can't. Right, exactly. And if you can't um, articulate, this is one of the reasons why we ask people for like baptism interviews or membership interviews. Yeah. You need to tell me the gospel. Right. Well, why? Because I need to know you know it. Like, yes, not just enough that you say you can't just tell me, like, I believe like what do you believe? Right. Exactly. What in and obviously believe in faith, you know, same. Yep. Same root word there. Right. Uh, another aspect of faith is going to be emotional. There's an emotional element. Yeah, but I don't but I don't like my emotions. See, I don't think emotion should have any part in Christianity at all. Verily. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what old Lewis was thinking about this. Reformed point. people hate emotions unless it's anger, then we love it. Uh, or smugness. <laughs> or smugness. Yeah. <laughs> then we like it. So, Dan, how in the world are you going to correlate faith with my emotions? Because I can tend to be an emotional guy. Not always. You were after that Brian Borgman sermon. Hey, yeah, that's man, a good thing. Dude, what? Yeah, man, that hurt a I, lot. I actually think it's. I think it's me. dangerous for us to try to divorce true, genuine experience or emotion from theology. Like, it, it's concerning that someone could sit through a sermon like that 
and be and unmoved. feel nothing. That's that's where alarm should be going off. view it only theologically. Yeah. Right? Like, I no, think no. that's dangerous. The gospel, if we believe in the gospel, if we believe the truths of Scripture that we were in such a state of death mm-hmm. and Christ in his love and grace reached down, pulled us out of the grave, and breathed life into us. Yep. And you're going to look and, at that and you can and feel say, nothing oh, about that. And you feel nothing? No. That's that's not okay. There, there's something broken. There's something wrong. Now, I, I would say you're, you're still dead. Ooh, you would say, hold on. Let's no suss no this out. emotion? No. You have zero emotion no, is evidence no of emotional, no salvation. Yeah, no emotional response to the person and work of Christ? Void of salvation. Yeah. I would I'd agree. Go there. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> you had me yeah. worried for a second. I was like, yeah. did I say something weird? No, 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 no. I just wanted to I just wanted you to suss yeah. that out. Because yeah, it's true. It's true. The when, the work it, of Christ. When in knowledge you yeah. see who he is and yes. you've seen what he's done for us, and you behold by faith what we call knowledge, doctrine yep. to who he is, and you look at that and don't have a deep abiding conviction, as Mr. Burkhoff says, or a, a, an emotional response. I think that's indicative of a heart that's not that hasn't been raised from the dead. I would agree. Now, yeah. we can take it too far and say oh, that yeah. all the Christian life is emotional and we should be driven by right. our emotions. Right. No, that that's that not if I'm it. not driven to mad crocodile tears every sermon, yeah. there's something wrong. Yeah, right. That's not true. That's emotionalism. That's different. Right. Um, that's so. strange fire. <laughs> <laughs> you were riding that train. <laughs> It's a fun train to ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's a soul train. Da, 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 da. You don't. Uh, no, never mind. You don't no, know. That was no, lost on you. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Don't worry. I know the song "Get on Board the Jesus Train." Not at all close. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Sorry. All right. Third aspect would be volitional, or that uh, the aspect of trust. I entrust myself mm. to him. So knowledge. This is who he is. Right. Emotion. I have a deep conviction that it is true, right? Uh, and I respond to that emotionally. And then third would be that I then act upon what I know, and and am convinced of, or emotion, the, right. being convinced of these truths, and I and tr- trust my trust or entrust myself to him. So I rely on him. Right. So what does that look like practically? Right. When we're talking about acting out our faith or putting legs to faith or, you know, you know, you know, putting our faith into something. How do we do that? Like, like what does that actually look like Mm -hmm. for the Christian today? Yeah. So it would include, um, that I trust Jesus Mm -hmm. to be everything that he says he is to have done all that he says he has done. And there's an alone aspect. It's not just we believe in faith. We believe right. in faith in Christ alone. Alone. And so what that means is that I, I then abandon all my merits or alleged merits. I yep. abandon all of my claims to worth or my works or my perceived works or my right. like right. Isaiah says, all, all all of the good things I think I've done are filthy. Right. Basically everything that you rags. think you bring to the yep. table. I leave it. Just Throw it away. It's yeah. trash. It's like, it's basically it's, what Paul says in Philippians three. It is a pumpkin spice latte to Daniel. Throw it oh, spew it, it filthy from rags your mouth. Yes. Of pumpkin spice Man, latte. You contextualize right into my world. Uh, there you go. I've never understood it this deeply before. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
And I'm having an the, emotional the response. Over it, is, it is a pumpkin spice latte soaked rag. Ew. <laughs> Cast it from Cast you. Cast it away. I never knew it. <laughs> Spit it out of my mouth. <laughs> yes. Stirp into the light. <laughs> I have crocodile tears over here. <laughs> I love. I like how you quoted smog love, all of a sudden. Smog. Sorry, it just seemed appropriate. It's like throw smog in there. Throwing smog is always appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. It means I yeah. trust myself to him. I turn my back on all of my merits. And the things that Paul mentions in Philippians 3, like, it's good stuff. Like, it's, people would look at him and think he had his life together. And right. He says, I, c- I consider it rubbish. Rubbish. Like, it's a pile. It's waste. garbage. It's, yeah. Doo-doo. It's, it's, uh, it's doo-doo. Scubalan. It, yeah. Which is, Do- yes. It's doo-doo. It's, it's, it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's crap. Our editor's gonna edit that out because he's a good Christian man. Uh, moving forward it's with because he no, but he's not homeschooled. Oh, he's leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> he said crap. So we have right, to. Yeah. You're making it worth. Um, <laughs> we have to know Christ. Yes. Be convinced <laughs> of these truths. Yes. And trust these truths entirely. So it means that I. Um, I entrust myself mm. to all that he is and all that he's done. Yeah. Um, I like the way John Calvin said it. He said, faith is a steady and certain knowledge of the divine benevolence towards us, mm-hmm. which being founded on the truth of the gratuitous promise in Christ is both revealed to our minds, confirmed in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Oh, Look at big John cool. Calvin talking about Ooh. hearts, Ooh. Holy Spirit. Oh, it Man. sounds like he sounds he sounds a little Pentecostal no, there. I mean he just sounds yeah, biblical. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel, let's bring this into let's bring this into a little counseling, if we can. Because yeah. there are so many Christians, myself being among them, that struggle with faith. They struggle with trusting in things they can't see. Mm-hmm. We struggle in trusting things that we cannot observe with our fallible senses. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, to the Christian that's struggling with faith, whether it's the you know, faith of their salvation, faith in assurance, faith in the work of Christ. Where do you where do you point them? Where's where's, yeah. where's let a me, let where me you counsel you. Them? Yes, please. Please counsel me. Stop it. Oh, OK. Just stop it. All right. Do I pay my three hundred dollars now yes, or later? You can. Yeah. <laughs> I let you talk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I the, write you some. Pre- yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> to those who know, don't go there. No, yeah. yeah. So faith is encouraged in us by what we, what we read in the scripture. Um, and so I would say to the doubting Christian, myself included. Yeah. It would be seek out his promises. Seek out who he is mm-hmm. in his word. Yeah. And not just read the word, but pray that God, through the ministry of the spirit, would open our eyes to see who he is, strengthen our hearts to believe that he will be faithful to his promises. I love the way um, I didn't get a chance to see who um, is the author of this quote per se, but it says that faith is believing that God will keep his promises despite circumstances that seem quite to the contrary. Mm. So faith doesn't mean that we have all the answers. It doesn't mean that we never doubt, but it means that we are, we're looking for God to be who he is and says he is and right. to make good on all of his promises, even when or especially when life seems to be contradicting those. Yeah. Um, another aspect that I wanted to 
bring out is faith is only as good as the object in whom we have faith. That's right. So you can you can have faith all day long in a um, like cracked lawn chair or like patio chair. See, it's interesting you bring that up because I'm actually a little nervous now because I think this chair is from Ikea <laughs> and it's a little wobbly. <laughs> The object of my Your faith, faith right now is not, my my faith my faith is waning because of the object of it at <laughs> yeah. this point. Yeah. <laughs> so when people say like, you just need to have faith, in, in whatever in whatever it is, what what they're saying is that faith in and of itself has like this weird inherent value. Like, yes, it's like some sort of like magic potion that you like drink and like oh everything's better now yes it's like no that you doesn't just, so it doesn't matter what you believe just right. as you just believe have it faith. you be you have faith daniel you be have faith. <laughs> have faith have faith and faith in a lie is not helpful no um so the the circling all the way back around to faith alone f- faith in the christian life centers entirely on the person and work of christ amen so it it is that then uh, as advantageous and as strong and as beneficial as all of Christ, all of his works. Yep. Um, and as the question 72 of the Westminster says, Ooh. faith receives and rests upon Christ and his righteousness. I love that. Yahtzee. It receives him and rests in him. I have a savage quote for you on this topic. Oh, laid on. It was written a long time ago. Most savage quotes were. In fact, we are not even given the name of this person. It's so savage. It's that so sav. He who shall not be named said it. <laughs> Wait. This is not that's Voldemort. Something, that's no. something else. <laughs> Noseless. <laughs> a nameless. I'm trying Noseless to give you a good fear. quote from the Bible. <laughs> like you talking about a Harry nameless. Potter. <laughs> Noseless fear. <laughs> All right, moving on. Savage moving on. quote. Yes. The father in Mark 9. I believe, help my unbelief. I believe, help my unbelief. So good. I dig that. Yeah, because that that is the prayer. Like, I believe, yet I know yes. I still struggle. I have that verse. Fill the gaps. Yep. I have that verse on my wall in my study. Right. Because that is right. the Christian life, man. Well, and that's so important to realize, too, wrapping up, is that our faith is sustained not by our works, not by our mm-hmm. strength, it's sustained in the object that our faith is in. Absolutely. Right? Our yep. faith and must be sustained by absolutely. Christ. It's in Christ, through Christ, and by Christ that we have faith. Absolutely. And it's it's uh, nurtured or grown through the word, through prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to add one, one more thing on this before we yep. move on. Yeah. It's encouraged and fostered by time with God's people. Yes. Oh, yes. Do you Preach know, it. Do you know how encouraging it is to my faith? To when come I show the up Lord's, with a when good you coffee. show up with a good coffee. Yeah, actually, that 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 helps my flesh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, in it. a good way. Yeah. There's oh, caffeine okay. in there. <laughs> Unless you come up with a pumpkin spice latte. Old thunder thighs over there. Those pants <laughs> are getting a little tight. Yeah. A little lighter on the cream. A little, a little lighter, lighter on the cream. cream. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're going black next time. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like yeah. Don't leave room from cream. Yeah. <laughs> no. When we come come to the Lord's house. Yeah. And we hear the brothers and sisters around us singing truths, reciting promises, calling out in prayer. I there are a lot of Sundays I come in struggling, really dirty, doubting, 
downcast. Not smiling. Well, that's the Baptist way. Uh, Coffee spilled on your pants. No, that's you. Hmm. I'm starting to see a pattern here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, ser- like, there's yeah. a reason I need like, and this is one of the reasons why we do responsive readings at King's Cross. Is um, I need to not just hear my own mouth confess these truths yes. that I believe in the Lord. I need to hear other died. people say. I it need too. to hear you say it. Yes. I need to. I need to hear my brothers and sisters say, "I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and Giver of life." Amen. I believe that He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the resurrection. Like I need to hear those truths and promises recited yep. because I'm forgetful and I'm doubting. There are some. There are some Sundays where I will just when we're singing, I will just be quiet and yeah. listen. Now I glad not everyone does that. Yeah. Otherwise, we would just there would, no, no, be a really awkward happen, church right? service. Um, yeah, it would. Uh, but yeah, just so encouraging, like mm-hmm. hearing my brothers and sisters around me, yeah. and we are here for one purpose, and that is to praise the King. You know what time it is, my friend. Uh, you afflicted me last week. I no, you, you said you liked it. Oh uh, well, I mean, I said that. It. I said that for the people. Did you say? I said that for the people. Did you say that just to make me feel better because that would be. A new leaf for you. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie because you're probably right. Actually. <laughs> no, yes, no, it no. is that time where you. But it's my turn. You, it's my you turn. undo what took years of yes. building. Yes. It is time where I uh, afflict you with some cultural references, some mm-hmm. cultural deliciousness. Uh, What's my record so far? You're Ofer. Ofer. Oh yeah. Oh for however many. Oh for however many. Right. Five at this point. Yeah, five, and it's just going to continue. I feel like today is going to be my breakthrough, man. All right, Daniel. So what I have I was a man. for you? You're doing bane bane quotes. Continue. What bane you got for impersonations. Me? What do you got for me today, Mister Loft Moosen? What I have for you today is a good one. Okay. It's one that is uh, very, <laughs> I'm glad very well because known. the other I, the others were not. Yeah, that's a matter of opinion. I will be legitimately surprised if you do not know this song. Like more I, than I have been, more than just yes, I've more heard than normal, okay. more than normal. Okay. Like I can conceive, like in the tiniest aspect of my mind, how you would not have known the other songs. Really, not so with this one. Okay, okay, okay. So this popped out in 1999. Whoa, the big hit, 20 years. big hit. Um, and not only is it a big hit in the music industry. It was used in some very popular films as well that okay. uh, made it that gave it kind of like a new like like it was popular when it came out. Movies came out, used the song. Yeah. And it like rejuvenated its fame. OK, so it came out in uh, 1999 on the album, the um, Astro Lounge. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like new ageism. Uh, yeah, not even close. Um you can play it whenever you want. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit the spacey bar. Okay. There's Ben Stiller. <laughs> I mean, not hugely wrong, but yeah. He's... Is this an ad? Oh, is it an ad? Is it playing an ad? They're sitting around a table. There's Elvis Presley. <laughs> it's not an ad. You're watching the movie. <laughs> Ben Stiller. Yeah. 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 They they got him for the music. Yes, I've video. heard this. It's in Shrek. There we go. Look at that. 
We won one. Oh, the facial we hair got this it. video is so we bad. We got it. What's the name of the song? Um, Come on. You knew it was in Shrek. So yeah. I'm actually proud of you for You're that. a rock star. No, uh, close. no. It's by Smash Mouth. Dude, whoa! Whoa, Dude, whoa! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness gracious! We got one, son. The eagle has landed. You are now one for f- yes. six. <laughs> one for six. <laughs> by Smash Mouth. By Smash Mouth. All Star by I, Smash Mouth. All Star. Okay. I actually, at one point, used to have this song somewhere. Okay. Yep. Okay. But yeah, I no. was introduced to it in the movie. Shrek. Shrek. Sure, and that—that's fine. I'm not going to disparage you for that. I'm—I'm um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you, Daniel. You got this one. I am—I uh, am—I am actually quite happy that you are not as homeschooled as I thought. You went up one notch. Super cultured. Notch. Well, Daniel, we have come to the end of the time, my friend. We have riffed all we can riff. Uh, yep. um, but uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, you can head on over to iTunes, give us a raving review and a five star rating. You can do that on Google Music as well. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, we are there. iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, um, Overcast, Spotify. We're all there. You can head on over to all the sociables Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Reformatory Pods. The same for all of them. You all have a good week, and we will catch you next time. Out. I said, yep, what a concept. I could use a little.